Welcome to From Fear to Fire, Secrets to Overcome Fear, Embrace Your Gifts, and Achieve Success. This is the place where real people share real challenges, where you can find a common bond and uncommon wisdom through their journeys to help you move from fear to fire. I am Heather Hansen O'Neill. I am your host for From Fear to Fire, and I'm thrilled to be with you. The quote today is, if you want to awaken all of humanity, then awaken all of yourself. And that is by Lao Tzu. Today, I am here solo with you. I have a topic that I'm super passionate about, and you know how I get when I... When I'm thinking about something like this, I want to get it down in an audio format and share it with you. Today I'm thinking about consciousness at its simplest. So let's start, I guess, with the simple definition. Now, you know, the first one that I found is the state of being awake and aware of one's surroundings. That's pretty simple. I'm conscious, I'm awake, and that's pretty easy. But that's not how I was thinking about it. Awareness has to do with it, but not just being awake. And so I looked a little bit further and I found this one. Um, Consciousness at its simplest is sentience or awareness of internal or external existence. Despite centuries of analysis, definitions, explanations, and debates by philosophers and scientists, consciousness remains puzzling and controversial, being at once the most familiar and most mysterious aspect of our lives. I love that part, so I'm going to read it again. Being at once the most familiar and most mysterious aspect of our lives. I think that is so true, and I've been spending quite a bit of time over the last several years really diving into this. I think of the awareness that I have now of the vastness of the universe. And this heightened awareness makes me feel more connected than ever before. I mean, I guess it's a little bit odd that the enormity of of all of it actually makes me feel so deeply connected. And my my smallness by comparison doesn't feel quite so small because it's a part of me and I am a part of it. And I just find it all so amazing. Now, my friend Will recently gave me a book called Living in a Mindful Universe by Eben Alexander and Karen Newell. It's it's a fascinating read. I, I highly recommend it, and I'll put a link for it in the show notes. But before I jump into an excerpt that I particularly was drawn to, I want to go back to explain that my friend Will is 91. He reads two to three books a week, and even though he has experienced a tremendously exciting, fulfilling, and stimulating life, he still views the world with a sense of curiosity and awe. And I love spending time with him, and I always walk away better after our conversations. And I I just wanted to do a shout-out, I guess, to my friend Will and I wish you all had one like him. I wish you all had a will. And so I wanted to read to you, it's page 54 in that book, Living in a Mindful Universe. And this is a section that I really like. It says, in a very real sense, none of what we perceive is anything more than our coded interpretation of pure information. The main stumbling block to this realization 
is the shockingly efficient trick of the human brain and mind in fooling us into believing that the physical world exists out there as we perceive it independently of us. An excellent metaphor for this situation is that of asking a fish what it's like to live in the water. What water? The fish might easily challenge. It has never known anything but the water and thus is oblivious to its existence. And likewise for us, swimming in the sea of consciousness, it is the only thing we've ever known. Oh, I just, I love that. I think it's so good. I mean, really think about it. It's like consciousness is like water or the air that we breathe. It's so much a part of who we are. You know, oftentimes when I'm coaching a client, I'll ask a question and they may say, I don't know, right away, or they may pretend to think about it and then say, I don't know. But when they go there, it's typically not that they don't know the answer. It's that a a part of them feels safer in the not knowing of the answer. I hope that makes sense. Because knowing means that they have to do something about it, you know? So when they say, I don't know, I keep asking. I, and I ask it in, in different ways. So I'll ask maybe something like, I understand, but if you did know, what would the answer be? And somehow that, that opens up their mind to this larger consciousness. So maybe they don't know. But if they open their minds to what might the answer be, suddenly it comes and they always come up with either the perfect answer or at least a, like a really good answer that opens their mind to additional opportunities. And I find it really, really interesting. And I love the whole process. Now, another concept from living in the mindful universe, that book that I had mentioned that Will gave me, is this idea that we are conscious in spite of our brain. Not that we're conscious because of it, but we're conscious in spite of it. Like the brain's job is to make your life simpler and easier. And if that means it has to reduce the stimulus or the awareness of a greater consciousness, it's going to do that. There's like this, this numbing and almost a, a, a shutting down. I think of like your peripheral vision that if your peripheral vision is not good and there's like this darkening of the outside areas, right? And so that's what the brain does. And it, and it helps you. I mean, the, the whole purpose to, is to help you so that you're not so constantly aware of everything all the time because you'd never be able to make a decision. But there are moments where you can get quiet and you can open your mind to that which is within you and outside of you. You get past the shutting down. You get past the numbing. And, and you open to a greater consciousness. And it's incredible and I, I just keep coming back to that, that connectedness of it and there's a there's a, a lot of peace that comes from that that you're not alone in the knowing and you know I'm gonna give you a, a bizarre simplistic but very real scenario and this is my um, my <laughs> strong um, <laughs> prevalence for losing my keys. So for so many years, this is like a thing with me, I would lose my keys all the time. And, you know, there's been this process, this journey for me from 
you know, the way that I would lose these keys all the time to my new habit of always putting my key on the hook after I use it. And, you know, a lot of times I'll talk about habits and how important these things are. So my old habit was to not do that and to lose my keys incessantly. And my new habit is now to put them on the hook after I use them. And then I always know where to find my keys. In the middle, in the middle of this journey, there was a period of time where I cultivated a fun and quite effective magic trick. And when I shared it with people, they thought I was crazy, but I was able to, when I lost my keys, I would stop and I would sit down and I would quiet my mind and I would just send out this energy, this find my keys energy. And I know, I know, please, I do know how ridiculous this sounds, but but bear with me here <laughs> because this is what I did. And I would sit with this. Sometimes it would take me a second. Sometimes it would take me a good 10 minutes where I had to keep coming back to this quieting the mind, quieting the mind, quieting the mind, and just sending this energy out. And I would literally just open my eyes and walk to where the keys were. It was the weirdest thing. And I was so... I was so attached to this magical process of mine that I would sometimes share it with people if they if they had trouble finding something and I'd be like, oh, I've got this great trick. It's outstanding. Just sit down and breathe and send out this energy. And most of the time they would tell me that I was insane, but it was really, really effective. And I realize now because since that time, I've actually done more research, more learning, more reading, more talking with people about consciousness, that this is a real thing, that, that this knowing, this, this consciousness, uh, awareness of all that is around us and within us, that it's all connected, and that, that the energy, the sending of this energy and the, and the awareness of where the keys were, it, it was for a reason, and it's tied to this consciousness that I'm talking about. And I find it really, really interesting. And I'm, and I'm almost this new habit of putting my keys back where they belong. It actually has taken me a little bit away from my magic trick because I don't lose things anymore. But it's something that I know is there and that I'm capable of should I need it at any time. Now, I am really interested in having conversations about this concept of consciousness. There is so much more to it than what I have been talking about the last few minutes. And I would really love to hear from you. What are your thoughts on it? What is your experience with it? Do you believe in it? Do you think it's a load? Like, I'm interested, whatever your opinion is about it, I am interested in hearing about it from you and your perspective. So you can either leave comments here or you can reach out to me directly, heather at heatherhansenoneal.com. I really want to know what you think about this. And I will just end. I had started with that shorter version of the quote uh, in the beginning here, but I want to give you a little bit more of what it, what um, Lao Tzu had said in this section of the book. It is, if you want to awaken all of humanity, then awaken all of yourself. If you want to eliminate the suffering in the world, then eliminate all that is dark and negative in yourself. Truly, the greatest gift you have to give is that of your own self-transformation.
And I am on this journey and I love the journey and I love helping other people on this journey of self-transformation and I would love to have a conversation with you about it. So please reach out and if you like this, please share it with other people, leave a review here. I'm always happy to hear those and see those. So thank you again and have a beautiful, beautiful day. Bye-bye.